Welcome to Your Love Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. Today, the Lord had placed on my heart flood of love. So I'd like to go and turn to the Father in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this new and beautiful, glorious day. We thank you so much, Father God, for your blessings and joy. We thank you so much for your love and your patience and peace in our life. Father God, we just want to glorify you here on this day. We just ask, Father God, in your ears, hearts, and minds to be open unto us receiving your word and your message and just everything that you have for us on this day. Holy Spirit, be with us. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Holy Spirit, we thank you for dwelling in our spirits. We thank you for dwelling in our vessels. We thank you for dwelling in our presence, in our homes, in our minds, and in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus, for your love and for your blood. We glorify and we praise you on this here day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So, the thought for the day, the message for the day is flood of love. So what the Lord is showing us here, we're going to look and turn to um, 1 John chapter 3. And this is the New Living Translation. And it talks about, which you will see here, is the love of God and the love that God has for us as his children, as, as his obedient children. So I'd like to run through here. 1 John chapter 3, New Living Translation. See how very much our Father loves us, for He calls us His children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know Him. Dear friends, we are already God's children, but He has not yet shown us what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that when that we will be like Him, for we will see Him as He really is. And all who have this eager expectation will keep themselves pure, just as pure as he is pure. So everyone who sins is breaking God's law, for all sin is contrary to the law of God. And you know that Jesus came to take away our sins, and there is no sin in him. Anyone who continues to live in him will not sin, but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. So I read... To start out first here, verses one through six. And basically, just to sum it up, it's stating that God loves us so much. We are his children. What we need to do is keep our minds and hearts and bodies pure in him because we're supposed to be like Jesus. We're supposed to walk, talk, and love like Jesus. That is our purpose here. That's the purpose why Jesus was sent. So daily, we need to examine ourselves. Daily, we need to take a look and say, Today, I want to walk like you, Lord. Today, I want to talk like you, Lord. Today, I want to love like you. I want to react like you, Lord. And in doing so, he helps us throughout our day. He helps us in responses to things throughout our day. He helps us with the things that are expected and unexpected throughout our day. And yet, when we get to the end of the day, what we want to do is come to God and say, Father God, please forgive me if there was anywhere that I fell short of not speaking, thinking, or loving like you. Because we want to make sure that we're kept pure in the sight of the Lord at all times. So moving on to starting again with verse 7. So dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do What is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil, who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Those who have been born into God's family 
do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. So that's basically telling us that God has overcome the devil. Jesus has overcame this world. That's why he was sent. So God's telling us, hey, look, you're my children. Don't let anyone deceive you about this. So when you see people do right or when you're doing right, know that you're living the light, right life for Christ. Know that you're living for God because you want to do God. It's a natural thing inside of you because when you worship, which worshiping is your lifestyle. So when you're worshiping God, when you're living a life for Christ, when you're a disciple of Christ, when you're a Christian, what happens is that you want to live right. You don't want to do wrong things. You don't want to do harmful things. You don't want to remain in the sins of this world. So God says the the sin of this world comes from the devil. So he's come to destroy the devil. So what's going to happen is that God wants us to stay away from sinning and to live in the light and life of him. So it states here, anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. So God's saying straight out here, okay, if you're living this life, don't claim that you are a Christian. Don't claim that you are a disciple of Christ. You can claim to be a church member, but don't you dare claim to be a child of mine and use my name because you do not belong to me. If you do not love others, if you do not strive to do good, if you do not turn away from your wicked ways and want to be in the light and want to be of me and make decisions that are righteous or right in me and wanting to be pure each day and cleansing yourself out from the things that are of this world and filling yourself with the things that are of Christ. So that's what God's telling us here. Going on to verse 11, it says, This is a message you have heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one and killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil and his brother has been doing what had been doing what was righteous. So don't be surprised, dear brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. And and that's what we, we come across. Um, you know, people want to make fun of us and, and the people that truly want to walk in Christ and just do right and, and pick up that trash off the street or be courteous and make sure you put the basket back um, at the grocery store. Just just the point of being courteous, just the point of being kind and loving one another or seeing an elderly person trying to put their groceries in the car and you help them and then maybe bring the car back for them. Just being kind, not just leaving your basket somewhere or being disrespectful or cutting people off. It, it said, states that when you do and are kind, the world is going to hate you. The, the world is going to talk about you. Why? Because that's what they did to Jesus. So going on to verse 14, if we love our brothers and sisters who are believers, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person that has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you do know that murderers don't have eternal life within them. So if we love our brothers and sisters, if we love all who are believers and we encourage one another and we're lifting up one another and we realize that it is not a competition, it is not a competition. 
what we have before us is <laughs> eternal life. And what we're going to do is we're all striving for the same thing as believers. We all want to gain eternal life through Christ Jesus to reign in heaven and the heavenlies with our father, with our Lord and savior. It's not a competition. So we should be there encouraging one another, loving one another, helping each other along the way, picking each other up when we stumble. That's what it's about. Not who can do better than who, or this church is bigger than that church, or this one's all for more than this one, or this person does better than that. No. If we are in Christ Jesus, we are to love one another. We are to encourage one another, uplift one another. And you understand that a murderer that has not turned from his wicked ways and gave his life to Christ and, and, and received, um, received salvation from Jesus. And, and he's not, has not done that in his life. He will not see eternal life. He will not be in heaven. So verse 16, we know that what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? So we're not, us as Christians, us as disciples of Christ, we should not be greedy people or selfish people. We should be lending a hand out. We should help our brothers and sisters. We should help those that are in need because if God has blessed us, the reason we are blessed is so we can bless others. Verse 18, so dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. So dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence and we will receive from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that please him. So if we're unable to come to God boldly and say, Lord God, I've just been diagnosed with this sickness and I come to you in confidence and I come to you knowing that you're a healer and I come to you with this problem, whatever that problem might be. And you come to him in bold confidence, knowing that he is your God and he is your healer and he is your deliverer and he is your provider and your way maker and your light. And he's all these things to you. And we can come to him in confidence. But those of us, those of us, because I know that I have been in that place in my life where I didn't feel bold to come to God because I knew that I was not doing the right things in my life. I was not making the right decisions that God would be pleased with. I was shy unto God. Well, I can't go to God and ask him for, for this or that. He's not going to do it for me. And I didn't feel that confidence because I knew that my lifestyle, the things I was doing were not pleasing and right unto him. So let us put away all that people of God. Let us push that stuff back. Let us repent of those things. Let us turn from our wicked ways so the Lord can heal us, can heal the land so he can answer our prayers because when we come righteously and boldly unto him, he will answer all our requests. So, Going into verse 23, and this is his commandment. We must believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. Those who obey God's commandments remain in fellowship with him and he with them. And we know he lives in us because the spirit he gave us lives in us. So there's your confidence. There's your confidence when I'm following the two of the greatest commandments. 
love thy father God with all thy heart, mind, body, and soul, and love each other as you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. And that does not necessarily mean the person that lives directly next door to you on the right or the left. That means anybody that you come across, whether sinner or believer, you love one another. You show that love, you show that compassion. You show that way you can come boldly before God, knowing that you are following his commandments, that you are obeying his commandments and you can come to him in boldness. You can come to him in love and he can in return come back to you. He, he's living within us, just like God's word said that the Holy Spirit will live within us and we can feel the Holy Spirit and we can thrive and live off this Holy Spirit because he's active and alive inside of us. So people of God on this day, I ask you, will you allow God to flood you with his love? Have you allowed God to flood you with his love? He loves us so much. He wants to love us so much, love on us so much, but we have to be the ones to allow him to. We have to open our hearts. And when we know his love, we will love in a different way. We will see people in a different way. We will love him with all our heart, mind, and soul. And guess what? We will love each other because we know that's right for God. So make that choice today, people of God to love God, to know God's love. Because if you don't know God's love, if you don't have love in you, then you don't truly know God. Examine yourself. Where do you fall short? Where am I falling short? So we can ask God, Lord God, where do I fall short? Show me my weaknesses and make me strong. So Father God, thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have given us, this beautiful message, God, that you just want to flood us with your love with your precious love that is an unfailing, unconditional love that is not something that we can get here on earth. Thank you, Father God, that you've given that to us. You've made it ready and available as long as we are willing and receiving. Father God, thank you so much. We accept your love on this day. Thank you for your message. Thank you for your thought. Thank you for your truthful words, Father God. Thank you for leading and guiding and instructing us. Thank you for your guidance from the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for your love and for your blood. That's true love. In your precious mighty name, Jesus, we honor and glorify and praise you. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. I don't know if you all have had the opportunity to join us on our Instagram page, our Facebook page, um, or our website. Our website is www, of course dot you are love ministries dot us and you are loved is spelled out y-o-u-a-r-e-l-o-v-e-d-m-i-n-i-s-t-r-i-e-s dot us come check us out uh, we have some upcoming events happening uh here locally and we would love to spread it out nationwide uh, so please hit us up. Also, the Instagram page and Facebook page are You Are Love Ministries as well. You will see a heart with a cross through it stating You Are Love Ministries. So thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to you just joining in again. We pray that you have been encouraged and we will continue for encouragement for you and strength for you and your families. We love you. Until next time, you are loved. <laughs>